Through paleontological findings and DNA analysis, scientists have been able to date the origin of the dog species back 15,000 to 25,000 years ago. Over this period of time, dogs and humans have created increasingly more intimate bonds between each other, bringing two species together in an unprecedented way. John Bradshaw, the author of Dog Sense, believes that the story of the dog's domestication parallels that of our own emergence into civilization. From the first domestications to modern day, the bonds between humans and dogs have remained strong and proved unbreakable. My name is Michelle Matsuoka. And my name is Kevin Long. We are both freshmen and we interviewed Professor David Shulman at the Sociology Department to get a closer look at his bond with his dog Molly, a yellow lab. We started off by asking him about his history with dogs as a child and early in adult life. My mom actually uh, was on a farm with 16 dogs at one point and we had a range of everything from Doberman Pinschers to poodles. Male dogs, female dogs, dogs that shed, dogs that slobber. I was a dog walker and dog trainer in New York City for a while. I used to walk like 15 dogs. Since Professor Shulman had grown up around dogs, owning dogs as an adult seemed only natural. My wife had actually never been a dog person, and so I thought the greatest dog to introduce would be like the big, lovable-looking lab to try and get her to be on board with the lab program. I wondered if there was a specific reason why he chose a lab to be his wife's first dog. There are always... Um, thought it was just very companionable. We love all dogs, but we were just sort of lab people. We like big, doofy, happy, energetic dogs. We had uh, black labs ever since I was um, about 20. And uh, my wife and I got married at 21 and 22. We've always been a dog couple. We didn't want to get another black lab because it was hard for us when we, we think we would be reminded of our dogs that passed. It was sort of like the same dog. It is evident that Professor Shulman does see dogs as emotional companions. However, after speaking to him for some time, we realize that he sees dogs in a different way as well, in a way that many people would be fearful to address. It's also, I think, the most effective parasite in the world because it <laughs> trades, you know, affection for complete pampering and care, but you find that you want to do that for the dog. Though many see the dog as a simple and lovable creature, Stephen Budiansky, author of The Truth About Dogs, argues that dogs belong to that select group of con artists at the very top of the profession, the ones who pick our pockets clean and leave us smiling about it. The question of dogs as parasites centers around the question of whether dogs are simply social parasites or are creatures who truly love us. Regardless of what the answer to this question may be, it is not arguable that the domestic dog uses humans as its source for food, water, and shelter. If the dog truly is a parasite, as Stephen Budiansky argues, then what do we get out of the relationship? I know that I said on one side the dog's a parasite, on the other people get their emotional exploitation out of the dog too. There's something um, excellent for people uh, where they're able to kind of share and be unafraid of their emotions. I think it's particularly true for men. The dog is a non-judgmental, we think, non-judgmental observer of you and all your glory and all your follies. Professor Shulman is not the first to enjoy the lack of judgment from a dog or other pet. Jessica Pierce, bioethicist and author of Run, Spot, Run, states that relationships with animals emphasize the emotional component, downplaying cognitive and cultural components that can complicate relationships between humans. The domestic dog serves as a simple emotional outlet, taking away the complexity involved with human relationships. Beyond functioning as an emotional outlet, 
A dog can even serve as a teacher of emotion and empathy within a household. To be taught caring and to be very empathetic um, is a good thing from a young age. It's part of like what I wanted my boy to have an animal to care for. It is often true that a dog can teach the traits of responsibility and care, but Professor Shulman gets even more out of the relationship he has with his dog. There are moments also, I think, where she's very good at reading our moods. There's no doubt in my mind that she reads our emotions. My wife is upset, she goes right to her. It is true that dogs are acute observers of human behavior. Alexander Horowitz, a well-known psychologist and dog behaviorist, refers to dogs as canine anthropologists. Horowitz describes what she means by this, stating that dogs are students of behavior, observing us in the way that the science of anthropology teaches its practitioners to look at humans. When you're stressed or upset, it's highly likely that your dog knows this from the smell of your hormones. Even beyond the emotional support that Molly provides for Professor Shulman and his family, sometimes it's just nice to have someone or something around the house. You know, one of the things that's great is just having the company. So I don't have to feel like I'm interacting with the dog every five minutes, like playing a game or something, to not get the comfort I get. If I'm sitting and writing, the dog curls up on a chair right over there, and it just feels great to have her there. It seems as if Professor Shulman and his wife have the perfect dog to fit their temperaments and their laid-back lifestyle. I asked him to tell us more about his specific relationship with his dog and why he chose to get her after having so many other dogs. I think part of the reason why we might have gotten the dog at the time we did is that was around when we were empty nesters. There's a little more time to do more stuff um, that's a little more regimented. is isn't like, you know, when Alex was around with the dog, let's go outside and throw something. You know, and that's like recreation now. I think it's a little more, okay, let's go for a jog. It's one of the things I like about this dog, and I know it's a terrible thing to admit. When she wants to be high energy, it can be when you want to be high energy. But when you want to just sack and just do your other kinds of things in the house and not completely be wrapped up in the dog, that's okay too, because dogs just crash. Professor Shulman belongs to the small group of people who acknowledge how parasitic their dogs are, yet accept this and love them all the same. Speaking frankly, Professor Shulman revealed the simple, uncomplicated relationship that he shares with Molly. Although he doesn't see her as a child of his own, she is an ever-present, non-judgmental companion who provides a special type of comfort and emotional support that no human can replicate.